welcome to the Fruit Snacks Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Wardrop from Drop the Word Life Coaching. I am the T1D Moms Coach. I'm here to help you manage your mental and emotional health while managing your child's diabetes. Two of my five kiddos have been diagnosed, and so I'm very familiar with your struggles, and I don't know where I'd be without these life coaching tools and the gospel of Jesus Christ to get me through the day and night. Thank you for joining me as we journey towards feeling less scared, sad, and stressed, and start feeling more calm, confident, and connected. Let's get started. Hi, welcome back to the Fruit Snacks Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Wardrop from Drop the War Life Coaching, where we drop power struggles with our T1D kiddos to create more peace in our parenting. So we just finished up the Christmas season. Were you able to tap into the peace that comes through the Christmas spirit? Don't you just love the feeling of Christmas? Because we're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Even people who aren't Christian and don't believe in Jesus can tap in <laughs> to the beautiful Christmas spirit that comes from him. And, um, and it's just awesome. And now <laughs> it's over. <laughs> so... I don't know if you're like me, but um, I'm one of those people that as soon as Halloween is over, like November 1st, I want to pack up all the bats and spiders and witches and get some Jesus out into my house. <laughs> so I'd love to decorate for Christmas as soon as possible, as early as possible. I want to put out the Christmas tree and then I'm like, oh, but we're going to have people here for Thanksgiving. So I'm going to need these tables for Thanksgiving. I can't put out my little Lego um, Christmas village yet. And so I have to hold off on some Christmas decorating, but the problem with decorating early is I'm also over it early. <laughs> so again, just like on November 1st, I want to pack up Halloween on December 26th. I'm like packing up Christmas already. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to see any more snowman or Santa's or reindeer. <laughs> so I still have some nativity scenes and I do still love the trees. Um, but there's just so much extra clutter that I'm just over it. So anyway, um, it is January 7th, 9th when this drops. So, um, that's even, we used to clean up Christmas on January 6th. I guess that is traditionally the time that the wise men <laughs> saw Jesus or something. And then, so you can pack up your tree on January 6th. I don't know. My mom had a thing about January 6th. Anyway, so we're even past that. So maybe we're all done with Christmas, right? So how are you feeling? Now it's just winter. Now it's just a new year. Last, uh, last week we talked about reframing new year and new year's resolutions and not shaming ourselves about how last year went and getting intentional about how we want this year to go. And one of the things that I've been very conscious of lately and intentional about is energy. So I want to discuss energy with you today because energy is a really interesting concept that the woo woo people are talking a lot about lately. So we're not going to get too far in the woo because I'm not that far in the woo myself, but um, I'm getting there <laughs> and I think about it a lot and it's interesting to listen to. Um, but the energy that I want to talk about is mostly a physical energy, like an actual ability to do things because <laughs> the energy that needs to be exp 
suspended to um, do the tasks in our life that we need to do. And it's also like a mental energy, even a spiritual energy and a um, emotional energy, right? Because this podcast is for mental and emotional and spiritual and physical um, support as we're managing our child's diabetes, which takes a lot of energy. <laughs> it takes physical energy. It takes emotional and mental energy for sure. And spiritual energy. So, um, the spiritual energy, I think is what the woo people are referring to. And I, um, think of it as more of like an actual, um, energy that comes from Jesus Christ. So in that spiritual kind of way. Anyway, we'll get into it all. But first of all, basically, I like to use the word bandwidth. You know how people have scarcity of time or scarcity of money or scarcity of resources of some sort, you know? But energy is a resource that I tend to have scarcity about. <laughs> like, I'm so tired, right? I wake up in the morning so tired. I'm so tired all day long. I go to bed completely exhausted. You know what I'm talking about? Especially if you have a newly diagnosed kid and you're up all night worrying or up all night with monitors going off or up all night, you know, just stressing, you know, we're tired all day because we don't sleep well at night and we're stressed all day too. And so it's just a really low energy time of life as we're getting used to the new diagnosis and, and the new lifestyle change of managing um, the diagnosis, right? So bandwidth is kind of what I refer to as it's kind of a combination of the physical, spiritual, mental, all the things, energy, right? Your bandwidth, <laughs> like uh, when your internet is going too slow, <laughs> it's like, do you Marco Polo? The app on your phone where you can talk to your friends. And, um, and I got lots of friends who like to Marco Polo while they're out on a walk, but you can't get a very good um, internet signal while you're out and who knows random where on a walk. So I'll be trying to listen to their Marco Polo and it keeps stopping a little bit, you know, because they're talking, I'm trying to hear what they're saying. And then it keeps stopping because the internet is slow where they're on a walk. That's a bandwidth thing, right? Like I'm not techie enough to really understand this, but as far as I understand, that's bandwidth, right? So that's how I feel in my body, in my soul, in my mind. Um, all the time. I'm always trying to gauge where my bandwidth is at, right? So I don't necessarily have a time scarcity all the time. If I need to get somewhere on time, I definitely get stressed out because I'm like, we don't have time for this. The kids want to do 900 different things as soon as it's time to get ready to go. And I hear myself saying that all the time. We don't have time for this, right? So I definitely have some time scarcity when there's, uh, uh, you know, a start time of something that we need to get to and we need to be on time. But in general, I'm not like, I don't have time for whatever, you know. Um, of course I do, for sure. But the main thing that I have, I've been noticing my scarcity about is my energy level. So, um, so we're going to dig into this in a lot of different ways. Okay. So, like I said, there's actual physical energy. Like I'm too tired. I can't do that. I can't, I'm like, <laughs> I always laugh because my little kids will say, but I just sat down or I'm not going upstairs. I just got down here. <laughs> so we moved into this three-story house and I was like seven and a half months pregnant or something. And so literally it was like, I'm not going back up those stairs if I've just come down, you know? 
And um, and then I just kind of got in the habit of that. <laughs> but like, I'm not going up and down stairs. And even, you know, like we're running around crazy and then we finally sit down and then kids want us to do something else. I'm like, no, I just sat down, do that yourself, you know? And so that's like an energy thing, right? I'm added energy. I need to rest. I just sat down. No, I can't even gather the energy to stand up and physically do anything else, right? So um, Christmas Eve, I was so tired, <laughs> like so exhausted. I feel like, and I kind of have mentioned this in past podcasts, I've been in like a season of rest uh, and even like it felt like a funk, you know, like can't get the motivation to do all these things I want to do. I'm just sort of, sort of meh, you know? And we talk about being in a funk on here a lot because <laughs> I have funky days, like, but I know like the next day I'll wake up with more energy and whatever, you know, but it was like, these were not like one day off and one day off. It was like, it was going on for weeks and months. <laughs> and then the hardcore Christmas season hit and all of a sudden I had all this energy or like once the kids were home and it was like, I'm doing all these projects around the house and getting ready for Christmas and all this stuff. And all of a sudden I realized like, whoa where'd all this energy come from? Well, I must've been storing up during the funk to be ready for this. <laughs> so it literally is a season thing, you know, like the winter, everything kind of slows down and the plants are hiding and the animals are hibernating. And it's like, everything has just kind of gone into a rest period. And then in spring, new life comes and all of a sudden there's all that energy again, you know, and there's all the vibrance and, um, and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with winter. It's just a rest period. So I feel like I had this little rest period that the whole time I was like, what is going on? Why can't I get myself more energized? Right. And then all of a sudden when I needed the energy, there it was like, I had some things that were on the back burner that needed to come back up to the front burner and like really get taken care of. And I had all this energy to take care of it because I had been in a rest phase and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what's coming around the corner, but God knew. And he gave me just the desire you know, like sometimes you you have these desires, like, like I want to wake up early and exercise, for example. But then it's like, yeah, but I was up 17 times with the newborn and the diabetes and all the things. And it's like, I'm just not in a phase of life where I can wake up early and exercise, right? Um, but the baby will grow up and the diabetes will get figured out. And then all of a sudden you can wake up early and whatever. And so um, some of it you can kind of plan. There's a lot nowadays about planning around your menstrual cycle, speaking of seasons and cycles. And, um, and there's days in the month that are just more energy, right? More bandwidth, more, um, more energy, right? In different ways than other days of the month. And if we can flow with it, flow, <laughs> um, then we can get in flow in the days that we have lots of energy and then just not resist, right? That's what we talked about last week with rethinking yours is not resisting the reality of what is. So if you just are having a low energy day, you don't have to resist that and force yourself to do a bunch of stuff. Just enjoy the rest period, right? So um so anyway, it was just really interesting to see where when I needed all that energy, I had oh, that's where I was going with that. So I had this Herculean amount of patience also. That's another thing. <laughs> That's part of bandwidth, right? Like when your bandwidth is low, your um, temper is easier to fire up. Your emotions are just right on your cuff. All the things, right? Um, and um, and I just was just gifted this Herculean amount of patience that I needed to handle these issues that we were having in our home, and it was so beautiful. And I was like, all this kind of came because 
I let myself rest. I let myself be in the season that I was in. And then when the season changed, I was ready for it. Because if I had been pushing myself to expend more energy than I had, then when I really needed it, I would have been burned out. So we really have to gauge our energy daily, weekly, monthly, even yearly, seasonally, <laughs> because we just don't know what's coming. And God does, and he has a plan for us. And if we can just roll with the reality of what's happening and not just resist all the time and think that there is better than here and all the things, right? So anyway, all that to say, <laughs> I had all this energy, doing all these projects, taking care of all these problems, and then Christmas Eve. <laughs> and I, I'm i like a get ready early kind of um, person. <laughs> as soon as I get an assignment in school, I'm like, I just want to do it, get it done. I don't want it hanging over me until the due date. So even things like Christmas presents <laughs> are like that. So I buy everything on Black Friday or Cyber Monday or whatever, and then I'm done for, you know, a month. <laughs> and I like to wrap them early and, and do it at a time that's fun, you know, and I can just enjoy it instead of like the last second rush, mad, crazy, stressful, right? I like to do things and get them done when there's plenty of time left so that I'm not stressed out. Um, so I had done that, so I was pretty prepared, but turned out Christmas Eve, there was like a lot more than I thought that I needed to do still. Plus I wanted to make this breakfast casserole so that we didn't have to do a bunch of cooking the next day and all the things, right? So I literally was just like, so beat. Like, if you think about your energy, like the battery on your phone, I was like, <laughs> I was where the phone is giving you all these messages. Uh, you only have 10% left. You only have 17%, you know, you're under 20%. Do you want to go into low battery mode? It was like, I was literally in low battery mode. It was like yellow instead of red. <laughs> and, um, and just slug it and like forcing my eyeballs open and stuff like that. But I had so much to do and I had this deadline and I couldn't just be like, I'm not doing this tonight. I'll do it some other time. Right. It's like, had to get done. <laughs> and so I, rallied, right? I have a friend who calls it that, like I can rally <laughs> and get it done. And so when we think that we're out of battery, there's still a little left in the tank. It's like the toothpaste that you just keep squeezing, keep squeezing, which by the way, how can it be that my kids go through a whole tube in like a week and then I can keep squeezing more out for many months? <laughs> like what's the deal with the toothpaste? Anyway, um, yeah. So there's always a little left in the tank if you can like really rally to get it, you know, or like you can force yourself to find that motivation to get things done that you don't have the energy for. But all of this is just kind of, I'm just babbling about this to just kind of get your mind thinking about energy in an intentional way. So this is what I've been doing lately is it's like, literally, like if my kid asked me to do something, in fact, I heard myself mentioned this to Jody Moore a couple of weeks ago. I re-aired my interview with Jody, which was a year ago. So it's interesting to hear what season I was in a year ago <laughs> and be like, hmm, yeah, I remember that. That was nice. <laughs> um, but uh, I literally, I'll say to my kid, I'll tell them no. Like if I don't have the energy to do what they're asking me to do, the answer's a no. <laughs> you know, like I just got down here. I just sat down. Like the answer's no. Do it yourself or wait right? You don't need that right this second. This is not an emergency. Like gauging how much energy we have, what the tasks ahead of us are, what the demands all the kids are asking for. And we literally prioritize. And my mom used to say this thing, take a number, <laughs> you know, like I guess when she got overwhelmed and there were six of us kids all demanding stuff at a time, she'd be like, take a number. <laughs> 
And of course, now I open my mouth and hear my mom come out all the time. And that's one that just came out the other day. And my very witty, how old is she? Six year old. <laughs> I was like, totally overwhelmed. So I was like, guys, take a number. And she goes, one. <laughs> And I thought she was so smart and witty. And I thought that was hilarious. And I was like, make sure you tell grandmother that on Christmas Eve. Tell her that little joke. Because um, they all want number one, right? <laughs> That's why it feels like there's a thousand fires and we're totally exhausted. Because all of the to-do lists, every single item in our house is talking to us saying, put me away, clean me up, take care of this, take care of that. And literally we have monitors beeping that are telling us there's emergencies we have to take care of. The washing machine beeps to tell me what to do. The microwave beeps to tell me what to do. And then after the microwave goes off, the kid whose food is in the microwave is like, uh, the microwave went off. Mom, it's gone off three days. I know. <laughs> I'm doing something else right now. There's a million things to do, right? All sucking our energy, right? Even just sitting in a messy room, your energy is like drained because your brain is seeing all those things and telling you, you need to clean that up. You need to pick that up. That water bottle is spilling. If you don't get that milk now, it's going to turn into super glue on the table. You know, all the things, right? <laughs> so, okay. Um, energy. <laughs> uh, here's another interesting thing about energy. Don't mind my random ramblings. <laughs> you know, that's what you get on this podcast. So, um, my kids have a really cool little, um, nature center. They can go to field trips, and a few weeks ago, I went to three field trips within a week, in one week at this nature center because I have three elementary school kids. And um, and I thought that I was going to get the same lesson three times. I was like, ready. But turns out the different grades have different curriculums there and stuff. So I learned about lots of different things. And one of them was about energy. <laughs> well, actually, it was about light and sound. And she read this book to the kids about what is light and it's energy. And then she read this book about what is sound and it's energy. Because things like light and sound are abstract, right? It's not like a physical thing that you can like define and understand and whatever, you know? Like, so as they try to explain what light even is, they use the word energy, which I thought was really fun because it was the beginning of the Christmas season and saying that light is energy and just talking about light. I almost got emotional thinking about how Jesus Christ is the light of the world and, you know, like all the twinkle lights are coming out now. And, um, and I just love Christmas lights so much and I love Christmas and candles and, you know, just all the things that the light, it represents Jesus Christ and he literally is the light. So like how I said that you might be feeling the light of Christ at Christmas, whether you recognize it comes from him or not all day, every day we feel the light of Christ, like the son of God. <laughs> the S-U-N is the S-O-N and the light and the heat and the energy that comes to this earth literally comes from him. And that is just so cool <laughs> to like ponder and meditate and actually think about. So the energy that we're looking for, it literally comes from him. So like when we're out and there's still so much to do, we can rally and we can tap into his energy and he can give us more of it, more light, more sound. <laughs> it's all energy and it comes from God and he wants to give us what he has. And so all we have to do is ask and he, and it's given ask and you shall receive. Right? So the other thing that was interesting, we learned about sound is that it runs out. 
so that sound energy runs out. Otherwise we would hear everything all the time. So if I clap, you hear the clap, but it doesn't like continue forever. And I was like, Oh girl, <laughs> like when the nature center lady was teaching us about this. Um, because the other thing about the nature center is the teacher sits there on the side. All the kids are sitting on the floor listening to the nature center lady. And then their teachers from school are just shushing them the whole time. <laughs> They're like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> just trying to get the kids to be quiet and listen to the nature center lady. And, um, and I think it's so funny because, well, I have so many thoughts about that, but, um, but the sound, right? So if kids are whispering and then the teacher tells them to shush and they, are quiet again, then you can hear the lady. But if the sound continued forever, if the energy of that sound wave like continued, then all of that talking would be on top of each other the way it sounds when the kids first come in, right? Before they get shushed and everybody gets quiet, it's really loud. <laughs> and, um, and can you imagine if every single sound all the time, even if I, if the sound of this podcast is like, you would still be hearing me say, welcome, thanks for listening to the Fruit Snacks podcast, or whatever that sound would be overlapping the sound of what I'm saying now. And it just would be chaos, you know? So like energy has to wax and wane or it just would be too much, right? And so the the sound wave energies, they die off after a while. Otherwise it would sound like it sounds in my house, like just all the time <laughs> because um, it's just really loud here. There's a lot of kids and a lot going on. So, um, so basically what I'm saying is it's not a problem. Like when you feel like your energy is gone, it's not a problem. It's just the way we're made. It's the cycles, it's the seasons, it's the, um, it's the ups and downs, it's the wax and wanes, it's the inhales and exhales, right? Like we have to have rest, we have to replenish, our, we have to recharge our batteries, right? All the things. So um, so we can rally and rally and rally and ask for more and more energy. But in the end, like we have to figure out what things replenish us. So of course we're made to sleep at the end of the day because we're it's supposed to replenish us and we have more energy in the morning. So I always plan to do things in the morning. You know how it's nice to do the dishes at night? Cause then you come down to a clean kitchen. Well, again, ever since I've been like pregnant for 10 years, there's just some things that I get out of the habit of because my energy is gone by 5 PM on that first pregnancy. I was like, what is happening? Why do I have to go to bed at 5 PM now? You know, my husband, we're like newlywed. And he's like, uh, I thought we were gonna have fun. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> like this isn't happening. Um, so yeah, the, what is my point? Oh yeah. So then first thing in the morning, I know I have much more energy. So I would like to clean the kitchen at night so that I can come down and it be clean in the morning. That would be nice. But the reality of the bandwidth is gone is like, so I come down and I have all this energy because I want to get the kids out the door and there's a million things to do, but I want them to do it. Like, I don't want to do every single thing for them. So while they're eating, then I can be like cleaning up the kitchen or while they're getting out of bed, I can be like starting the laundry or whatever. Cause I have all this energy and like, I need to get things done and I'm ready and I'm motivated and I'm well rested, you know, but then it's like, but I'm waiting on them. <laughs> That's the worst. So instead of dragging them out of bed, literally, or putting their shoes on for them, <laughs> you know, I can be like doing something with all that energy and cleaning the house or whatever. So it's just gauging these things. That's my whole entire point is to start noticing when you have the most energy, plan things around it, get things done when it's a good time to do it instead of trying to rally, trying to stay up all night and then be even worse. Um, off the next day, right? 
So there's sleeping is a way to replenish the energy. And then you just, I heard this ever since I was a mom and was like, what are you even talking about? You have to refill your own cup right? You have to find things that are for you, that fulfill you, that you are filled so that you have something to pour into your kids. And I'm like, I can't, I have this baby. Like I can't just like, what am I supposed to do with the baby while I go and do whatever replenishes me? So literally anything counts. Like I liked coloring in an adult coloring book. <laughs> and I always thought that was so weird that what I wanted to do was color when when I was like single and the best babysitter ever and like the fun aunt, I would color with the kids. But now that I have my own kids, it's like go to bed so that I can color. I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> but it's what re refilled me and replenished me and doing it with the kids. They were wrecking my pens <laughs> and like getting them out of order and stuff. And so it made sense. It doesn't matter. You don't have to judge what it is that refills you, but you've got to figure out what it is and tap into it regularly. Like more recently, it's been um, building puzzles, right? So I have a puzzle on my puzzle table, just ready whenever I need to go replenish, you know, like I need to breathe and work on my puzzle. I just need some puzzle therapy time real quick, you know, until like before I lose my mind. Right. So we always talk about refilling our batteries and that, um, gauging like it's a thermometer, like we're in the green is when we're happy and peaceful and Zen. And that, um, is not a state that you're in very often when you're a mom of young kids or a mom of type one diabetic kids, whatever age, like, I don't know, cause mine are still little. So you know better than me if your kids are older, but the point is green is nice and not, not going to be there very often. So when we are judging ourselves that I just can't stay in the green zone, like I just can't stay regulated. I hear these moms on parenting coaching calls, like, talking about how their goal for the year is to be regulated. And I'm like, girl, that's a good goal, except that you're going to beat yourself up 90% of the day because it's just not going to happen. Like we don't stay regulated. We're not just like green all the time. Like that's just not the human experience, especially when you have a bunch of little humans hanging around. So um, expect that you're going to go into the yellow, even orange and red. And we don't want to blow our fuses at red all the time, but we're, when we're resisting the orange and the yellow, it gets red faster and it stays hot longer. And it's harder to get down into the green when we're resisting the yellow and the red, the yellow and the orange. So just embrace that. It's fine. I feel yellow right now. I don't have to get myself down to Zen all the time because there's just a million stimuli that are always interrupting. Every time you get interrupted, cortisol is released. So of course you're not hanging out in green. Cortisol is like what moves you into the yellow and the orange. So anyway, it's all an awareness tool, right? So to notice where you're at on that scale and then meet your own needs because resentment comes from you have needs that aren't being met and we like to blame that on other people, but that's really on us. So when we're hanging out in the red all the time, we like to blame it on our kids, blame it on our husband, blame it on the weather, whatever it is. But really like we just have needs too. You know, we're meeting everyone else's needs all day long, all night long, and we have needs too. So what are your needs, mama? And how can you get them met? This is work we do in coaching <laughs> is to figure out why are you so low on your bandwidth and how can we get you some more? right? Because sound waves run out. Your energy will run out, right? And we can replenish it with the sun. We can replenish, literally the sun. I mean, the nervous system people, there's like um, ways to reset your nervous system, right? Or to like 
bandwidth. I can't believe this is the first time I've mentioned nervous system because that is your bandwidth. <laughs> like it's very, very connected to this conversation. So there's things like energy, movement, wa water, nutrition, like um, literal exposure to sun, <laughs> like vitamin D helps your nervous system, all the things, right? So we got to realize and figure out and do the things breathing. Hello. Why have I not talked about breathing on this episode either? <laughs> you know, that's my favorite. Let me do some right now. So, um, yeah, anyway. Okay. So a lot of it, that's all physical, like literal physical things you can do to help your emotional, mental, spiritual state, um, to increase your bandwidth. Uh, let's talk about mental a little bit more because a lot of times energy is an attitude problem. <laughs> Here's a really good one. I wonder how long. Oh, I can only record for 30 minutes <laughs> and then I can add two 30 minute chunks together. So we're coming up on 30 minutes here. My, <laughs> my random ramblings are usually a lot shorter. <laughs> um, hold on. I'll be right back. Hey, T1D moms. Was that episode helpful? I put together a free video for you with my top three brain hacks for T1D moms. Check it out at dropthewar.com forward slash top three. Having a child with diabetes is hard enough. Let's not make it any harder with the way we're thinking about it all. Get my free top three brain hacks for T1D moms video at dropthewar.com forward slash top three. See you there. my sweet T1D parent friend, the next time you catch yourself thinking that you can't do this anymore, redirect your brain to Philippians 4.13 and remind yourself that you can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. As your life coach, I'm here to be a conduit to help you get your brain and body aligned in order for your spirit to clearly communicate with his spirit to become your own diabetes parenting expert. Go to dropthewar.com forward slash appointments for your complimentary coaching session and let's do this thing. Thank you.